I hope you got a big trunk because I'm putting my bike in it. Let's go. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Tuesday, December 14th, 2021, and this is episode number 384 of Barry on Deck. As always, Barry on Deck brought to you by the AP Law Group. If you have been injured in an accident, do yourself a solid. Don't get the runaround from an insurance company. Don't get bullied by the insurance companies. Do yourself a favor. Get the AP Law Group on your side by calling them. 713-913-GO-AP or log on to the APLawGroup.com. Uh, yes, I see the error of my ways already. I turned on all the lights, but forgot one. I forgot. Yay, nay, hey. I forgot a device. I forgot. Where is the... I don't know how this works. I thought I had this all... I got to turn on the old... Uh, oh, there it goes. Let's see. Is this it? <laughs> so dope. All right, welcome to the program. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys for being here. Hey, sorry I missed yesterday. Uh, As some of you probably know, and some of you don't, this week is the second annual Barry on Deck Streamathon. It happens this Friday from 7 to 9 p.m. We are doing our damnedest to raise money for uh, a worthy charity this year. Last year, we raised $6,800. This year, we have a very lofty goal of raising $10,000. It's going to be crazy. Um, but we, uh, we have set out for that task. Jen and I have been working diligently and yesterday we had to get some stuff done that fell through the cracks, getting the flyer done and stuff like that. So, um, got it done. We're good to go. I'm excited for this. I'm pumped. The, 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 the people are already bidding and it makes me feel good that we're going to help some people. So yeah, yesterday was trying to get the ducks in the row for the Saturday show. So I had to, to take the time off to do that. So I apologize, but we're here. We got plenty to cover. Week 14 NFL uh, Rockets. What? Did you watch the game yesterday? Er, my girl. What? Uh, still got to give you my thoughts on UFC 269. Michael Strahan went to space. And yes, I watched it. I think you'll be surprised what I have to say about that. I want to talk a little bit about that U of H loss as well. Not really the loss itself, uh, what happened afterwards as well. We're going to get into all that. And of course, like we always do, we've got the chat and everything else. In fact, speaking of the chat, let's just uh, let's just get right to it. Let's get to the greatest deckhead in the history of the world. And it is my dude, Cisco. What's up, playboy Francisco Abarca, greatest deckhead in the history of the world for the next hour and... 
47 minutes, and then it's just regular-ass Francisco out in high Texas just doing high Texas shit. I don't know how that works. Um, but Cisco, thank you for being the first in the chat, man. Thank you for the $5 super chat as well. Both very much appreciated. Uh, got in early. Wallace thought he had it. So, so close. I got you a dollar. And then Demona took too long typing all that shit, buddy. You got to gotta copy and paste that homie you don't that's not something you type you got to definitely copy and paste that for sure um but man thank you to everybody that got in early let's get through the whole chat shall we let's get through the whole stinger um who else was here early steven the weather guy was third john dory was fourth and wallace was fifth there's your top five i got demata already donna my sweet sweet donna you guys donna has been killing it Behind the scenes for the stream of thought. I mean, just out here, murking fools. Donna, sweetie, thank you so much for your contributions. It's been amazing. Uh, G-Man is here. Mark G is in the building. Uh, Eric Resendez here and on Podbean. If you can, you know, if you want to listen and not watch the show, all you got to do is download the Podbean app, add the Barry on Deck uh, page, and you can listen to us live instead of watching uh, Alan Denson is in the building. Demata, I mentioned uh, Fidel, Total Dallas. Who else is here? Who else is here? Uh, Joe Pro, what's up, Playboy? By the way, I got the hat on, you guys. The hair is woof. The hair is rough today. Got to get to, got to get out to J Row. Uh, Tony Garza, what's up, you handsome son of a bitch? Chris Reyes, Uriel Villanueva, CC. I missed you too, sweetie. Thank you so much for all you've done for us as well. All of you, man. A lot of you guys have stepped up big time. Uh, Ray, what's up, homie? Good to see you. Total Dallas is here. Lisa, real, real. What's up, girl? Terrence and Keith. And there's Jen working her butt off behind the scenes. Y'all don't even know how much work this girl's putting in for this stream of thought. And this is typical Jen. She's like, hey, so I was thinking about the Super Bowl party. I'm like, girl, can we get through Friday? She's like, I know, but I got plans. Uh, what's up, Heartthrob? What's up, Flip? Who else is here? Justin Swinford and I got Fidel Rudolph. What's up, player? Good for you, man. Message of the century. Sanitize, wash hands, social distance. There's Walt. What's up, player? Uh, KB Holmes in the building. Truck driver Pookie in the building. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, Steven Luther. What's up, dude? Good to see you, man. Thank you for being here. Incarnate. How are you, my friend? Good to have you back. Terrence, Jay, Matt, Poche, Alex Villanueva. I wish that would have rhymed with Poche and Jay, but whatever. Hey, okay, let's get to the show. So much to discuss. I want to start. We're going to do headlines and all that other shit. Um, but I want to start with, let's see. I feel like I'm missing something here, but I, okay. Yeah, good. Oh, good. I, I updated the dust off those masks if you haven't been wearing them. Yeah, it's getting bad again. Yeah, it's getting bad. What's up, Nick? Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, it's getting bad. It's getting bad, and that's not a good thing at all. So, um, sucks. Hey, this worked, actually. Do the links work in the chat? If, if uh... Damn it. I did the links wrong. Son of a bitch. I got to go update it. What's up, Will? I got to go update the streamathon thing. The stream elements chatbot thing. Damn it, now I got to do that live on air. That sucks. Um, so what was I going to say? Oh, so let's just start with the stray hand to space thing. Hats always make me itch. I need to give me some trucker hats. I have one trucker hat, but it's a Texans trucker hat. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. 
the hell is going on? I just want the fucking stream bot. So, straight hand. Our stupid IT people won't allow the URL shorteners here. Son of a bitch. It says streamathon. Okay. Probably. Yeah, it probably does. Are you, you, you liar. <laughs> it says streamathon. Although streamathon, I think, would be, would get a lot of people in for sure. Uh, I don't want the sub reminder. Yeah, don't worry about that. Get that out of here. Get that out of here. What the hell? Sorry, you guys. This is super awkward. I get, uh, but I'm having to do it this way. Okay. Maybe that fixed it. Uh, we got some trucker hats at the winery. <gasps> no shit. <laughs> it's me. I'm Mike T. Um, okay. Straight hand space. Did you guys watch it? It was this weekend, right? It was, uh, Saturday morning, right? Yeah. I watched it. Pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Y'all know I was making fun of it on Friday. Like, are we really? That's when Fidel fired his shot heard around the world about he's going to the lobby of space. He's not really going to space. I watched it. I actually liked it. I thought, oh, that's stupid. But when you hear the, and you saw, and you felt the genuine sense of joy uh, on the faces of the people involved, whether it was, Hearing them up in space celebrating and hooting and hollering once they hit weightlessness. Um, the the people that were bringing it to us, Amy Roebuck or whatever her name is, and the other guys. Um, just everybody involved was genuinely excited and, and kind of in a feel-good mood. And i be honest, I kind of went in like, all right, this is stupid, but I'm up early and Nora's watching it. So it's something we'll watch together and have some breakfast. And I was into it. I dug it. I was like, that's really cool. So uh, good for him. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. How many of you, just maybe 1% of you watched it like something could go wrong? Like NASCAR, right? You're like, okay, this is going to be interesting, but something could go wrong. Like failure to launch or whatever. I'm not saying like exploding like the, the challenge or anything like that. I'm just saying like they had to abort or they didn't get up all the way and it just came back down. It's pretty interesting. Uh, but that wasn't, I wasn't rooting for that. I'm not a hater. I mean, I do watch NASCAR for the Rex. A little, not major, just, you know, little fender benders. That's the fun part. But uh, yeah, it was, I, I got to admit I have to admit, I thought it was pretty cool. I liked it. Uh, G-Man said, when the delay came up, I know they shit their pants. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. I uh, didn't watch, but was afraid something would go wrong. Yeah, that's the other thing, man. When it's not, but I mean, shit, something went wrong with NASA. So if it's all in the hands of a, a couple of rich dudes, that could also go wrong, I guess. I don't know. Um... Baking, breaking berries into flying penises. It did look like it. Not only did it look like a penis. What was it called? Strahan blue origin. That's what it was called. The rocket. Not only does it look like a penis, it had a vein on it. Like it legit. Let me save this. It legit had a vein on it. I was like, okay, why does this rocket 
penis thing have a vein? This is kind of weird. It's kind of creepy. I'm saving it. I'm opening it. We're going over here to sportsy. No, we'll go to non-sports and add this shows. Sorry, it's a whole thing when you do the production. There we go. Check this out. Uh, it's got a vein on it. It's got several veins on it. First of all, that's a badass. Look how the, like that rocket fuel, how it burns off and all that, all that. That's pretty dope. But like, like seriously, I know you can't, I can't like draw on this. I wish I could. I don't know. Is there a way to animate? I, I can't animate. I don't know how to do it on. Uh, I don't know. How, oh, I could do it with paint. Oh, can I draw with paint? I think I can. Oh, save. Did it update it on the screen? Did it update? There's the vein right there. I just drew it for you. Like that's the vein. Like it, not the one that goes straight up and down. That's the fin. But the like the cross. Also, why is this thing so dirty? Could they not have gotten a cleaner rocket? I mean, wash your peen, Jeff Be Bezos. Bezos, Bezos, however you say it. Pretty wild. Pretty crazy. But uh, at the end of the day, pretty dope. Pretty excited for Strahan. He says he wants to go back. Pretty excited for all involved. It was very cool. He got a pin. He is now an astronaut, so we have to refer to him as astronaut Michael Strahan. Kind of like you have to say Sir Elton John. I'm not saying that. I don't give a shit if you were knighted. Although astronaut Michael Strahan sounds cool. Let's calm down. He's not really uh, an astronaut. Is that the feather logo, Donna? <laughs> I thought that bitch was dirty. Holy shit, Donna. That's hilarious. Because me and Nora were both white. Like, why is the rocket so dirty? Are they? Did they just reuse it and never wash it? That's the feather logo. Why'd they put a vein in the feather, though? That's super creepy. Super creepy. Uh, that's hilarious. Hilarious. Why do people text me during this goddamn show? Stop texting me during my show, people. And if you don't know I have a show, then we're not friends. So go bleep yourself. You watch yourself with that Sir Elton John slander. Man, fuck that dude. His stupid ass song came on the radio. When was it? We were, Nora and I were driving back from somewhere. My dad's. I went to my dad's for Christmas Sunday. And uh, Sunday afternoon. And uh, awful. Had to listen to Sir Elton John. Hey, speaking of Sunday. So I missed Sports Ride. Got my booster. And my. Uh, my so I got my Pfizer booster and i also got my flu shot same arm same time let me tell you what happened gather around kids it's story time i think sometimes people are just put on this earth to fuck with me i really believe that i really think that that's what people think they're, they're here for this is what happened so i last week i was like man nora's been on me about getting the booster shot for for the covid and getting my flu shot. She's like, you need to get both. You're always out doing shows. It's just got to get both. So I, I get on the CVS website and I get it scheduled for Saturday at 5 PM. Awesome. And I get there at 4:55. Yes. Laminac was on time. 
I'm always late. But I get there at 4.55, and it's not intuitive when you go to the CVS. It's like, follow the signs when you get here. So I get there, I check in on my phone, I go inside, I go back to the pharmacy, and it says, are you here for a vaccine? Follow the signs. But there's no other signs except for the sign that says, follow the signs. And I'm like, well, what other signs am I supposed to be following? So I'm kind of, I'm walking around, and I'm, I'm looking, and... Finally, the one of the this dude from the back in the pharmacy goes, "Can I help you?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm here to get my uh, vaccine." And when I said that, some dude without a mask looks at me like I was a bitch. He just looks at me like you punk bitch, and I wanted to be like, "Hey man, fuck you! Don't look at me like that, bitch. I already have them. I just need to get my booster." And don't judge me, you no mask wearing weirdo. So he looks at me crazy. I was like, whatever. I'll fight you in a fucking CVS. I don't care. So it was a sign, mama. I know. No, it was a sign. It landed on his car. Love that movie. The signs are all around us. Um, so finally the guy says, I said, yeah, I'm here to get my, my COVID shot, my, my booster. And the guy goes, oh, um, aisle 16. There's no sign that says that. So I walk kind of around and then I walk past it because this place is just put up against the wall with a, a thing. Like you, it's not obvious. Right. And then I kind of pass it and I'm turning around. I'm looking. I see some chairs there. And I'm like, oh, this must be the lobby for boosters. It's just out the middle of the fucking CVS. Just no privacy. No, just sitting there in a steel chair like a like I'm waiting on a wrestling match to start. And then the same guy that was in the back that said, can I help you? Comes walking up with this thing. He goes, hey, you here for your COVID? Bro, you know that. I, I Like I literally just, he was like, come on in. So we go in. I sit down. Does all the shit. I sign, showing my Vax card. We're good. Boop, boop, boop. Does his little hands. Boop. Gives me my shot. What's up, Frederick? Gives me my shot. I'm like, cool, that's one. Got the booster. I felt so much better, like, getting the booster, by the way. I was like, oh, this is so nice that I'm going to be safe and protected. Gives me the booster. Starts packing up a shit. I was like, hold on, fam. Um, I'm supposed to get the flu shot also. And he looks and he's like, no, I don't have you down for the flu shot. I was like, no, yeah, I signed up, bro, for the flu shot. Hold on. And I pull up my email and I show him. I'm like, this is... You, you clearly this is both like you can see the confirmation it says flu shot and booster he was like i don't i don't have you in the system for that i was like well i'm just telling you i'm not i'm supposed to get a flu shot i don't know he goes well maybe it wasn't covered by your insurance i was like whatever if i gotta pay for it i'll pay for it but i need to get a flu shot he's like okay go back to the pharmacy go to the drop-off window i go okay so i walk back to the pharmacy the drop-off window i didn't know famos behind me he goes into the pharmacy and he's sitting there and he goes, Hey, uh, a a Angela or whatever the lady's name is. Can you help that gentleman? Like, bro, you know what I need. And she's like, yeah, hold on. And then she comes up and she goes, how can I help you? So I was like, I was supposed to get, I got my booster shot. I'm supposed to get my flu shot. She said, what's your last name? I said, Laminac. She looks up in the system. She goes, oh yeah, yeah, you get, you, you're, you're good to go. Okay, so what do I do? She was like, go back to aisle 16 and wait. I was like, are you? So I go back to aisle 16. 
This is where I was like, you got to be, somebody's fucking with me. I go back to aisle 16. I sit down. And the same guy that gave me the fucking shot asked me that I need help. Comes walking up and he goes, are you here for your flu shot? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, come on in. What do you mean am I here? Bro, you know I'm here for my flu shot. What? What? Oh my God. Oh my God. I almost lost my shit. I just was like, man, just give me my fucking shot. Are you here for your flu shot? Man, you know what I'm here for. You literally, like we sat and then you, man. Let me slap the shit out of you, dude. So he gives me my flu shot. Going about my business. And I'm good all night. Frederick said CVS is what which one is it so I can take a shit on aisle 16. It's the one up here on um 99 and Rayford. So I'm good like all day, arms a little sore, night arm starts getting real sore. Man, I, I think I stayed up to like three in the morning working on shit for sports riot. Feeling fine. Didn't even wasn't even bad that night. But I woke up Sunday morning for sports riot. And well, I woke up early, had like the chills, I was sweating. So I was like, oh, I think I got fever, broke a little fever or something like that. But oh my God, my head was killing me. And this happened last time I got the COVID shots, the Pfizer, my head. Remember, I had to take a whole day off of the show and my head was absolutely killing me. My arm hurt like a bitch, but my head, it was my head and the fever. So I just told the guys, I can't do the show. And then about, I was supposed to go see my dad at 3 o'clock for Christmas. And about 2 o'clock, the headache subsided. And I was good. So we went to my dad's. We were late, but we went to my dad's for Christmas to see him get home. And then that evening, I started getting a headache again. I was like, what the fuck? Started feeling like trash again. And I noticed some of the deckheads on the Discord were saying, yeah, some of it happened to him in waves. Like, it comes and goes. So just a little headsy up. If you haven't got your booster shot yet, it's possible, I suppose, it is possible that you might experience a wave of symptoms, not just you get it and it's gone. Because I had a headache, it went away, and then it came back. So, I don't know how that worked. Uh, anyways, he had to change jackets for each shot. Bro, but why do you like, why would you walk up and be like, oh, you're here for your flu shot? Bitch, you know I'm here for that. Best remedy for no headache is no shot. I'm not going to get into that debate with you, Flip. <laughs> Josh Ennis working at CVS now. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Don't get shingles. Get the shot. Yeah. I wish I could get it early, but they won't let you until you're 50. But, boy, I can't wait. I'm definitely getting the, the, the shingles. Jen said I didn't have any issues with my shots. Oh, you're tougher than me, I guess. I don't know. Nora didn't have any issues. I didn't really like the only thing I really had was the headaches both times. <laughs> But that's it. And it was a bad headache. It was pretty crazy. But uh, Why is that separate? What the hell is going on with this? That's like super weird. It's two chat messages. Are the links working now? Oh my God. What's wrong with the live links? Still not working. Why isn't the live links working? Can someone explain this to me? Can somebody please explain to me?
I don't know why they're not working. Oh, well. You got to drink water after your shots. Your Diet Coke won't help. Yeah, that's what Nora said. She was like, you got to drink water before and after. I'm like, man, I'm not drinking no fucking water. You know this, woman. How long have we been together? You know I don't drink no damn... Um, What's up, truck driver Pookie and Total, uh, not Total, Nick. He said Podbeater checking in. What's up, Nick? And Titan Hugo and KD and Eric Resendez, truck driver Pookie. And I think I got everybody. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Oh, Jay Rizzle's over there. What's up, dude? Dopeness. Everybody's over on the Podbeans. Let's go. All right. You can also watch on Facebook. I don't even know if we have anybody on Facebook. I forgot to add Facebook to the social medias thing. That's my bad. I got to be a better facebook host i guess yes add on i'm sure i've missed some facebook messages and for that alert i apologize chris reyes says uh liquor makes headaches go away Mm, that's a good excuse to drink liquor that's all that is all right let's get to some sports headlines shall we your sports headlines for the day speaking of covid the nfl had 37 positive covid tests just yesterday as you saw or maybe perhaps you saw uh the rams had a bunch of people like ramsey and a few others that they were going to be without for monday night's game and uh, adam Schefter was the one that reported it initially where he was like man it's getting bad there's about to be a rash of them 37 positive covid tests in the nfl las vegas is reportedly going to host Super Bowl 58 in 2024. I think that's a good thing. I like it. I think Vegas should be maybe one of the, I think, I think the Super Bowl, I don't like the Super Bowl being at every city. Just have a rotation of fun spots to go. Miami, New Orleans, Las Vegas, done. Yeah, it's cool. There's a Super Bowl in Houston. Who gives a shit? This is not a destination city. Josh Allen suffered a foot sprain against Tampa and is day to day. Uh, plan your fantasy accordingly. Lamar Jackson is expected to start in week 15. So good news for uh, Baltimore Ravens fans. You recall he left the game against the Browns with an ankle injury, sprained ankle, but they expect him to be ready to go next week. Spencer Rattler announced he will transfer to South Carolina. And if you were worried because there was some stuff being floated about on Twitter and everywhere else that, oh, well, Justin Verlander announced it, but, and you know, rumors leaked it, but nobody's, nothing's been signed yet. Well, you can calm down and relax. Uh, Verlander's new contract with the Astros is officially done. They've signed it. Calm down, Astros fan. Um, I stopped drinking soda 15 years ago. Okay. Don't care. Yeah, there's a lot of kids entering the transfer por- transfer portal. I think Calzada of AM has entered the transfer portal. I think he knows it's not his job. I think he knows King. When King comes back, that's his. It was supposed to be his gig, and then he got hurt. I'm surprised the kid didn't bounce back and wasn't able to make it back this year. But yeah, that's that's never that was never going to be Calzada's job. And bye. I mean, I I wasn't a big Calzada fan. I didn't think he did a great job. Uh, anyways, he's. I get that it's kids. I always kind of, I hate kind of being judgy of college kids, but it is what it is. You just, it's what you signed up for. Uh, I think I fixed the stream elements thing here. Save. I hope I did. It's going to piss me off if I didn't. Let's see. Boop, boop, boop. Save. All right. That's how, oh, wait. What the fuck is happening here? 
Sorry about that, guys. Uh, squirrel. Uh, will the Strohs get Carlos back? Listen, Will. I don't think anybody knows the answer to that. Uh, you might have some inside re sources that, you know, are in Carlos's camp or uh, somebody from the Astros might leak something or the Dodgers or wherever the rumors, the latest rumors have him going. I'll tell you this. If I was putting odds or a number on it, I think it's a 50-50 chance. I really think right now, there's as good of a chance as not that he comes back. And unfortunately, that doesn't give you much hope, but it shouldn't make it bleak for you either. I think just right now with the lockout and everything else and some of these names still have a place to land, um, we don't know. And it's nobody knows. Man, my head is just so goddamn bad. What's going on? This stupid-ass hat. It's these wool hats. This is my wool Astros hat. I would wear it this way, but it always looks crooked when I wear it on stream because, you know, the stupid-ass lens. What's up, Sandoval? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, Matt Poche said, hey, thanks for the reminder. Just scheduled my booster shot. Good for you, man. Good for you, buddy. Way to get it in there. Oh, my God. I hope that's not all the headlines because you missed the most important headline of all. No, I don't have lice, Stephen, the weather guy. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Just give Carlos five years at $35 million. A year? If he would do that. Shut up. It's not head lice. I don't have bugs. I hate y'all. It's this hat, though. Oh, my God. Y'all made me check. I just, I'd rather go shitty hair than that hat. It's, it's just too much. Look at my forehead now. I look like a, I look like an old wrestler. I look like I got my, my cuts from the razor blade. Barry got peels. Hey, <laughs> Cisco. Um... I do have dandruff though, or not dandruff, I guess dry scalp. I don't know what it is, but like when I go get my hair cut, man, it'll look like it snowed on my chest. Um, Yeah, Fidel said, D-Mata, you had your time on sports ride. I'm not going into the whole F1 thing, D-Mata. I'm not, but you're right. That's not the biggest headline. UFC 269, <laughs> psych. All right, Um, what else do I have? We got the headlines out of the way. Whatever. There was controversy in F1. I, I'm sure it's a fantastic sport. I'm just not into it. And I don't think that the 50 or so people watching or listening will give a shit about it. Yeah, there's around 50-ish. 46 watching. Nine, seven on the uh, eight online on the Podbean. I don't know how many are on Facebook. Reyes, is it just you on Facebook still? If it is, I'm just going to kill it. It's just no more Facebook. No more Facebook. It's exhausting. It's just too much work for one extra viewer. And you're already on the YouTubes. It's not even helping. I thought, I really thought, if I go live on Facebook, people will share it and people will see it because they follow. Nope. Nope. Two. Yeah, this is not worth it. This will probably be the last day we do Facebook, Reyes. Sorry, buddy. Uh, okay, we got the headlines done. Oh, let me. I guess I could help if I looked at my rundown. J-Row ain't going to let you in the chair if you got bugs. I don't have bugs. He actually gave me some stuff that he has uh, for dry hair. I need to use it. Okay, so we got the... Oh, I have a logo update for you guys. You guys want to see this logo update? This shit was ridiculous. So... As you guys know... Oh, what did I just launch? 
No, I don't need cricket. Although I do need to to make a new shirts. No, we're using Facebook on Friday. Okay, then this will be the last week for Facebook. Use the laser on your lice. Kiss my ass. I don't have lice. Your mom has lice, you raggedy bitch. Michael Caravanta said, did he give you this special shampoo and a small comb? <laughs> oh, oh my God. I fucking hate you guys so much. I hate you guys. I don't have lice, but I, it doesn't help that I yell that while I'm scratching my head. I'm like, I don't have lice. Uh, Kevin said I'm watching on a mower. No shit, Kevin. Kevin, send a tweet me a picture of your yard while you're mowing. I want to see. I want to see. Nice. Somebody's watching and mowing. That then that warms the cockles in my heart. Um. All right. So the you guys know I was thinking about changing the Barry on Deck logo, looking for different ideas. I posted some of them on Discord. I showed them to you here. I sent those. Cisco said my dry scalp is bad right now. Mine too. I sent those ideas to the lady. I was like, look, you're not. The shit you've been sending me is awful. And I don't like it. Oh, Kevin said a mower mowing at work. No Twitter. Damn it, Kevin. I need a picture of you on the mower. I, I need to see the, the grass or the field that you're mowing. Facebook it. I don't give a shit. Post it as a comment. Maybe it'll come through. I don't know. Uh, Will said, please don't use the Planned Parenthood logo. So they sent all these different logos. And I kept sending them back. I did a bunch of designs myself. I was like, look, lady, this ain't working out. I don't like it. So she, I said, here's some I did just real quick in Photoshop. Uh, this is give you an idea of what I'm looking for. Now, this was, where'd it go? the hell is this okay this is so bad so this was one of them hold on i think i showed you guys this one from where in the hell did it go i'm trying to find you guys hold on one second people per hour was the name of it So she's like, hey, I made your requested changes because I was like, here's some ideas. Well, here, let me show you. So this was the. There's nothing on here. Out there. Uh, so. Okay. So this was the the things that I, I had originally sent her. So here's some of the ones that I sent her originally. Okay, look, check this out. So this was one of them. I was like, you know, uh, maybe something like that. Or like this. Or like this. Or like this, right? Like all of these ideas. These are just ideas, just me messing around. No big deal, right? So I asked her to send me something along those lines with an update. And based on those, I just showed you, this is, this is what she sent me. What? What? 
Bro, what? It's awful. And this was the other one. Uh, so that was the one. Okay, so that's one I sent her, right? This was the other one that she sent. Like, ma'am, you just literally, why am I paying you? Like, why am I paying you if all you're going to do is just do what I did? That one was terrible. I was like, you're just. <sighs> she sent you a turd sandwich. <laughs> She's out here stealing. <laughs> Bro, what? Like, if I'm like, here's an idea I threw together, you know, work with this. Okay, no problem. The fuck are you doing? So I fired her. I did. I fired her. I said, listen, this isn't working out. Okay. Um, I don't think that you're right for this project. And... What do we do? She's like, well, do you just want, do you want me to keep trying or do you want me to give you your money back? I was like, I want my money back. She was like, okay. A lot of you are voting for the current logo. I like the current logo. I just feel like it was thrown together so quickly. It's a, I don't mind it. Like I think it could be updated or be made better by people way more talented than myself. But I I guess I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. I just feel like maybe it was rush. I don't know. Kevin said I posted it on the page. Well, let's go get it, Kevin. I want to see what this looks like. Uh, you just posted it to the page or as a comment on the page? Like, did you post it in the comments section there, Kev? If I look in the comments, will I see it? Yeah. See, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm Oh, inbox. Inbox. Is that where it is, Kev? Hey, by the way, if you ordered a shirt, somebody had ordered a, a Fire Easterby shirt. Uh, shirts are tough to get, so delays are a little longer than normal, plus I'm super biz. Uh, yeah, so hang tight. I'll get your shirts out. Kevin, I don't see it. God damn it, Kevin. You're overcomplicating this. I wanted to see you on your mower. This has become a little more difficult. Why don't you have Twitter where you could just DM it? I can't find it. I don't see where it is. Did you just randomly start a new post and do it? Okay. I give up. It was worth a shot, Kevin. I think your samples were kind of legit. Well, thank you, Sean. Yeah, it was definitely a, it's not me, it's you this time around. Yeah, it definitely was that. So there's your logo update. Done. No more bullshit with this lady and this logo. I'm not messing with her no more. I'm just asking for my money back and we're moving on. We're on, we're on to something else. So I think your samples are kind of, oh yeah, put the pick on Discord. I don't know if Kevin's on Discord or not, to be honest with you. I have no idea if he's out there or not. All right, let's get to, we got to talk about this. And then we're going to get to uh, week 14 recap. And no, actually, do you guys want to talk? I'll let the chat choose what we talk first. UFC 269, NFL week 14, or Rockets. You get to pick, make your pick. Uh, here, I'll do a poll because I'm going to tell you guys, we got a lot of streamathon shit I got to show you about, but let's do a, what do you want to discuss first? Look at this. Letting you guys produce NFL week 14, excuse me, rockets or 
See, a producer would do this behind the scenes and you wouldn't have to see me creating the thing. But there you go. Truck driver Pookie said fantasy football. Bro, no one gives a shit about fantasy football. You understand I do that. And every time I do, like, the views plummet. Because everyone not in the league is like, sucks. I'm going to go do something else. So just so we're clear, it's not the priority by the majority. It is a priority for those of us in the leagues, the those of us playing. But, like, there are some people that are on the Discord that aren't playing that don't give a shit and everybody that loses. There's that one. No none said fantasy UFC. No, I don't have fantasy UFC. That's not an option. All right. There's your three options. Vote in the poll. When I'm done with the streamathon, we're going to get to it. It's so hot in here. Oh, my God. This hurt. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, let's talk about it. You guys, it is the second annual Barry on Deck Streamathon going down this Friday, December 17th, 2021. It's, uh, it's this Friday, 7 p.m. We have a absolute crap ton of stuff for you to buy, bid, win, um, all that, all that. It's going to be a hoot. We have, I'm so excited about it this year mainly because of all the stuff that we have for you guys to win and purchase or raffle or whatever it is. Um, let me pull it up here because I want to, I want to show you how to navigate this because it, it can get a little confusing, but it's not bad, but we have so much stuff. I just, I thought it would be easier if I just showed you the stuff and what we're doing as opposed to you guys seemingly having to figure it out on your own. Okay. So there's links. I'll post the link. In fact, um, I'm going to post this long ass crazy link in the chat for you. I'll have some shorter ones for you, but if you want to check out the streamathon and all the items and whatnot, it's right there in the chat for you. Let me put that on Podbean for those of you that are over on Podbean. I don't have access to the Facebook right now, but it's there. Um, and I'll, I'll have more for you. So that's how you get to, if you want to follow along at home, that's how you get, that's the full blown link uh, to get to the streamathon. Now I was going to show you how this works because we, we, we have a bunch of different ways to, to do cool shit. So here is the homepage of the streamathon auction. Okay. Now uh, it's real simple. Once you get to the homepage, We've made it easier this year. So like they have all the items up here. This is where you view all the items. If you wanted to see them, it's not coming through, but uh, easy way is just click on one of these. If you want to see what's in the auction or the raffle, you just click on it. So for the auction items, this is all the stuff we have available for auction. We have custom sneakers. Abigail did these last year. There's only five of these available or there's only, excuse me. There's only four of these made in the world right now. So you would own the fifth if you win this. So John Parker has the first bid at $50. These went for 300 last year, so that's why we put the value at 300. If you want them, you can just go buy them. Just 300 bucks. Dr. Dre on 291 these last year. We have a signed uh, batting helmet from Jeff Bagwell and Craig Biggio. You can see there's the signatures now. It's not authenticated. My buddy Jesse Payton donated that in this bat. They are not this the the helmet is not authenticated, but you can get it authenticated if you wanted to. The helmets are going for like 850. 
assigned Jeff Bagwell, Craig Biggio batting helmet from the Astros is going for 850. So we set the value at 700. Uh, he did give us an authenticated Manny Machado bat. Uh, and it is authenticated and I'm going to get a better picture of the, oh, there it is. I don't know why it didn't pop up on the thing, but, uh, there's the, uh, the signature itself. So that is retails at seven fifty. Um, Christopher Hart, who a lot of, you know, from this program donated a grab bag of spirits and holy shit, this thing is amazing. 12 bottles total. And in that 12 bottles is a bunch of stuff. I wish I could zoom in on this a little for you guys. Let's see. That just, that didn't do the picture. I just did that. Let's see. There you go. That, that, that helps a little bit, right? Let's see. There we go. Oh, daddy likey. That is all in one grab bag. Uh, there, the value on this, Christopher said the value on this is $820, $820 worth of bourbon donated by Christopher Hart. Now the way, uh, the, so right now that's already been bid on several times. Uh, it's a pretty popular item already. And the retail value is eight fifty. If you just want to make sure you get it, hey, you just click the buy now and you can buy it for eight fifty. So if you're over there and you're like, man, I don't want to bid, this thing is going to get through the roof. You can just click buy now on any of these items and buy them, and you don't have to worry about the auction itself. We've got a round of golf for four, courtesy of Jeremy Branham out at Elkins Lake. That's already bid bid on by Donna. Let's go, Donna. Uh, who's the winning bidder over here on the, let's see, right now is Donna. Come on, Donna. Killing the game. Jess has donated another uh, custom pet portrait. You might see right back there. Let me show it to you. I don't have the light on. In fact, I'll be honest with you guys, and I, I'm not going to stop her, but Nora said she's going to bid on the second one. She wants to get one made of Spencer. So this is Oliver. This is Jess who made this. And uh, she has donated her services again. And so that's what you're seeing there is the pet portrait. And it is amazing. And she does amazing work. Nora wants to, she's going to bid on this so that we can get one made of Spencer as well. So also an option. Um, and then Derek Lewis signed not one but two ufc gloves for us so we have the left and the right each of them retails if you try to buy a signed Derek lewis glove right now online it's going to range you from anywhere between 170 to 200 dollars or something like that so those valued at 200 you can go buy them now and have a you can get the pair or you can just get one but Derek lewis took the time out of his day to meet and sign these gloves for us super dope last year we had a custom signed um uh, what's it called a uh, football from Deshaun Watson, where he just met one day and signed a football for us. So same thing here. This is a custom, not authenticated, but don't need it authenticated. When you have a picture of him actually signing the glove for you in his badass Ferrari, that Ferrari's amazing by the way. But yeah, there's Derek signing the gloves for us. So, um, and then the last thing we have is Dr. Dre on 290 donated this dope ass poster. If you are a movie buff or a Pulp Fiction fan, you want this in your life. I'm telling you right now. This was signed by, let me see, it's all right here. 
Uh, it was signed by Uma Thurman, John Travolta, Samuel Jackson, Bruce Willis, and Quentin Tarantino all have their signatures on here. There's like one, two, three, uh, four, and five signatures when you see it full screen. You can go check it out. Um, but that retails for anywhere between $400 and $1,000, depending on the poster you buy. So this is actually a pretty damn good deal at $400 because we, Jen and I doing our research, we found some for shit. There was like $1,200. It had a few more signatures on it, but you're pretty much getting all the mains on that anyways, uh, signature-wise. So pretty dope there. So there you go. There's your auction items available. And um, let's see. Then we have the raffle. So if you go back to the main page and you go to the raffle, now, the way this works is real simple. So, what happened? Oh, Wallace said, just placed my first bid. Let's go, Wallace! Appreciate you, buddy. Cisco said, can he sign it? My balls was hot. No. Oh, and I forgot to do that, Jen. I'm glad you posted that. I didn't read all of the spirits that are in the spirit grab bag. Let me, uh, let me do that here. Wallace up there bidding now. Uh, but yeah, everything that's in the, the, uh, premium spirits, it's 12 bottles total, including one of the first bottles of prideful goat rye, several whiskey, Pete single barrel selections, including three from balconies and the most recent Sagamore rye pick finished in cognac barrels. I don't know what a lot of that means, but it sounds super fancy. Sounds super duper fancy. Uh, so that's a very popular item and, uh, yeah. All this shit is, is, is cool. Now, on the raffle side, if you go to the front page and go to the raffle, so the way we're doing this is there's a general raffle, which you can buy tickets for. You just click down there, type in the quantity. If you want 10 tickets, you type in the quantity and you hit add to cart. But there's also some targeted raffle items. So they're not auctioned, but you have a better chance of winning them, say, than just getting outbid in an auction because it's a little more random. So, for example... Uh, Cisco and the fine folks at William Chris Vineyards out in high Texas in the hill country, which by the way, I'm taking Nora next month. That'll be our secret. Um, but you can buy the raffle tickets and win this. So you can literally buy one raffle ticket for $10. And not only are you going to win a tasting for six at William Chris, you're going to win two, two bottles of wine. Do you guys understand? This is like $250 value. The wine's like 50 bucks a bottle. The tasting is like 150 bucks or more. I don't even know. You buy one $10 raffle ticket and you could win this whole thing. VIP tickets to, to my album recording party. I'm going to put you front and center. You're going to be the, the, the V table. I'm going to have VIP, but you're going to be the first VIP. Uh, so you can buy tickets to that. You can, well, you can, you can buy your raffle tickets and win that. Uh, we have four tickets to the Houston Sabercats. Any home game you want. I mean, dude, you buy one $10 ticket, you can win four of these tickets and you get to choose the home game. So it's not like you have to be on a specific schedule. And then uh, the real real has gotten uh, us a fan. Nora, when she saw this, she was like, oh my God, those are beautiful. But uh, the cakes, the cakes, the custom cakes from Alex Custom Cakes, uh, unbelievable. $75 credit or, or a uh, you get a two-tier cake or a $75 credit towards a custom cake. And again, you buy one $10 raffle ticket, you get a $75 cake. It's amazing. So all of this, plus we have general raffle items. So if you see down here, you can just buy general raffle item, or general raffle tickets, and there is a shit ton 
in the general raffle. We've got a Houston Rockets uh, swag package, which has like a, 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 I don't, did we confirm, Jen, if the Mario Ellie picture is signed or not? It's got all kind of dope ass Rockets gear. Uh, we've got perfume from Perfume Time of Houston. We've got a men's and women's Burberry cologne collection from Perfume Time of Houston. All you got to do is go pick it up if you win. We've got dental cleanings. We've got four, four. You're going to win one. You can win one of the four. Uh, it is signed, Donna. So it's a it's Mario Ellie's signature. There you go. Just general raffle item. You get a Mar- you get a signed Mario Ellie photo along with like a shirt and a bear, all kinds of crazy shit. It's a dope ass package. We got to get the details for that, Jen, so I can uh, read it. Um, four fifty dollar gift cards to Dan Seafood and Wings. A hundred dollar gift card to big to Big City Wings. A hundred dollar gift, folks. Come on. And that's to be used at any Big City Wings location. Uh, we have a $75 gift card to Kobos. This is crazy. And all of that is in the raffle. So you buy one, one $10 ticket, you could win a $75 gift card to Kobos. And he said that includes beer. You buy one $10 ticket, you could get a $100 gift card to Big City Wings, any of the locations. You buy one gift card or one ticket, you get a $50 gift card to Dan's. There's four of those. So four lucky people are going to get a dance. I mean, it's just crazy. The Rockets thing with a signed Mario Ellie. So that's the general raffle as well. You can do the targeted items because what we didn't want last year is some of you won and we're like, I don't really like it. Well, now you can at least get your targeted items. So buy you some tickets for the targeted item. And then you can also take advantage of the general raffle and uh, maybe win some of those gift cards or the signed Mario Ellie stuff or whatever. So I'm super excited about this. There is so much that you can do and just by the way if you just are like man you know what i don't want none of that shit but i do want to help out there's a donate button right there you just click on it it takes you here and you can just donate and uh every single penny folks every single dime that we raise none of this is well, we're keeping 10% for our work. I'm telling you, if there's a fee involved, we pay the fee. Like, we have to pay the fee to the website that has the auction on it and the raffle. Uh, when you donate through PayPal or you buy your raffle tickets uh, for the for the Deckhead raffle, there's a fee associated with that. But minus those fees, every single dime is going to Zoe's Outreach, who does a lot of great work in our community for the homeless, for underprivileged families. She's doing a winter wonderland. Uh, she's going to different apartment complexes where... They don't really get to celebrate Christmas. They don't have a lot of money to do those things. And she's bringing them toys. We did a toy drive through the Dallas Cowboy fan club of Houston. Thanks to Cece. Not only did she do sponsor this, not only did she raise money, they did a toy drive for Zoe's outreach as well. Just so much stuff going on. I know I'm missing a thousand things. It's amazing. I'm going to give me a whole run sheet worked on tonight for you. But dude, there is so much going on. Um, there's just it and all of it, like I said, all of it's going to help Zoe's outreach, who is on the front lines of our communities, working every single day to make people's lives better. And you can be a part of that. And the goal is ten thousand. The goal is ten thousand. Will we hit it? I don't know. AJ Hoffman bid on the spirits last night and he sent me a message. He said, Hey man, how's it going? There was a problem with him bidding. I said, uh, I fixed it. And he goes, he said, well, you know, keep doing what you're doing. I said, I'm nervous. Our goal is 10,000. That's a lot. And I'm, I don't know that we're going to hit 10,000. He goes, look, dude, it doesn't matter. The good thing about doing what you're doing is even if you don't hit your goal, you're doing more than most. And, and 
I took that to mean that we are doing more than most. You guys as well. So I want you to know I want to hit 10,000, but if we don't, damn it, we're going to try. Okay? We're absolutely going to try. Uh, and and so I appreciate you all. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate you, buddy. Um, and thanks to everybody that's bidding. It looks like, damn, it looks like the uh, the booze is already up to 375. I love this. I love this. Donna's already got it up to 375. Let's go. Wallace is mad. He's like, what the fuck, Donna? That's so great. This is so great. Um, so, all right, that's it. That's all I wanted to, uh, I, I won't, I'm going to, I'm going to remind you guys about that periodically, but I wanted to show you how it works. I wanted to show you this, 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 the front page and all that stuff. If you have questions, ask me, uh, if you have questions, you can always email Jen, Jen at whosefancy.com. Um, you can email me, Barry at barryondeck.com, whatever it is. If you have questions, we'll answer them. If you need help, let us know. We're happy to do that. Uh, but again, thank you one and all. Thank you one and all for your support of this. And if I missed you, I promise we'll make it up to you. Uh, it's just been overwhelming how many people have stepped up to help us. Absolutely amazing. And I and I, I can't thank you all enough. So, all right, let's get into it. What did the poll say? What are we talking about first? What's our first? Let's see. Let's end this poll. What are we talking about? Come here, damn it. In the poll. <sighs> Let's see. Where the hell did it go? I guess YouTube is calculating the votes right now. There we go. What do you want to discuss first? NFL Week 14 got 37%. UFC 269 got 34%. Or 37%, excuse me, for NFL. UFC 269, 34, and the Rock is 28%. 35 votes. All right, let's get into some NFL uh, week 14. I guess we have to start with the Texans. I got to be honest with you. When the game started, I started making notes because I was like, oh my God, what's going on right now? This offense has some identity. They're moving the ball. I think, I think Davis Mills went 11 for 11 initially or 14 for 14 or something crazy like that. I was like, be still my heart. Is this Texans offense doing something? I mean, it, it is the Seahawks, and we know how bad the Seahawks have been. But then they kind of slowly, they slowly uh, got back into being the old Texans. And it got ugly. It got out of hand. 33-13 was the final. Tyler Lockett goes off. The, the Texans defense is just bad, and I saw a tweet like Davis Mills goes 33 of 49 for 331 yards and a touchdown. And I think we all need to, everybody wanted to get excited about Davis Mills doing that, but it's the Seahawks and you're at home. This is concerning 63 yards rushing. This is concerning the fact that they gave up 193 on the ground and still let Russell Wilson go for 260 and two touchdowns. Here's the other thing too, like Russ and Tyler Lockett just kept finding each other. Davis Mills averaging 6.8, not bad. QB rating, not bad. I mean, Davis Mills didn't play bad. As much as I want to hate on the dude, he didn't play a bad football game. The problem is, is this defense is just terrible. And this offense really isn't much better, save for the first couple of drives. I think they went, like, touchdown, field goal, some shit. I don't even know. I'd have to go look at the scoring plays. There you go. They went touchdown, field goal, field goal. 
But there was a lot of bad drives in between, a lot of ineptness. It's just still a bad football team. And yeah, Dan, they can't run the ball. <clears throat> they, they can't run the ball. But they also can't stop the run. I mean, offensively, they're ass. But defensively, they're trash. They're at they're trashy ass. Like it's just it's just a, not a fun. It's not a fun watch right now. I got super duper excited at first, and I think that was probably a lot of Texans fans. These were my notes as this as the game started. I don't even recognize this offense. Mills looked actually good for a while. Oh, penalties are killing Houston. They're so dumb. And then and then it just fell apart after that. And that was a big part of the problem. You know, David Culley can preach um, responsibility and and all of the, you know, ball security and discipline and all that shit. But if they're not producing that on the field, you want to hold people accountable for values and attitude? Bro, why don't you start pulling people because they can't not jump off sides or hold? It's just bad. And that I didn't know that PP dubs, but you know what? That doesn't surprise me one bit. Dave said it sounded like a Seattle home game in the stadium. It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me at all. This city hates this team. And they should hate this team. There's nothing wrong with that. So the Texans are trash, and we're just not going to keep discussing the Texans um and not talk about what else went on in uh week 14. Big win uh for the Cleveland Browns. Big win for the Cleveland Browns. Division win. Um, you know, Baker still, there's there's just something wrong with him. I got to be honest, though. You, you expect more. Cream Hunt got hurt early. I didn't watch the game, but I'll tell you what. The Ravens having all these injury issues and still able to be 8-5, and five, still able to be in the playoff hunt, got to scare you a little bit. Tyler Huntley had to go in and take over for Lamar Jackson after he sprained his ankle. As a team, they still get 118 yards rushing and unable, though, to finally get or not finally, but to um, to beat the Browns. And that's a, that's a win that you want to have when you go and look at the division. What are they at right now? There you go. I mean, this whole division is pretty crazy. Even Pittsburgh at six, six and one isn't out of it. Ravens at eight and five, Browns at seven and six, getting that much needed victory. Bengals at seven and six are going to be a scary team. They got the largest plus minus ratio in the division, and they're sitting at third right now. And then, of course, there's the Steelers. So AFC North is really interesting, but a big, big win by the Browns taking advantage of the injuries. Uh, Chris Reyes said Lamar is killing fantasy, and Lamar Sean said Lamar is regressed. Yeah, it's not looking great. It's not looking great, and, th- and of course there was the injury. And the Browns can get after you a little bit on on defense now. Don't don't get it twisted. They still got a long ways to go though. That that whole division, while competitive, I don't know that I expect much out of any of them come playoff time. Um, I mean the Bengals might be the best team in that division. Tennessee beat Jacksonville. No one gives a shit. That's the who gives a shit bowl. Trevor Lawrence, boy, he's awful right now. Awful. The Jags are just in disarray. Urban Meyer looks like an, an idiot. And everyone hates him. Everyone. Did y'all see where like the coaches leaked that he called his assistants losers? And he said whoever he he's gonna find out whoever leaked that and they're gonna be fired. 
This guy is a pompous, arrogant dirtbag. A pompous, arrogant dirtbag. You heard it here first. Um, KC with a huge win. Absolutely huge win over the Raiders. Here's why this is huge. Somebody said your Chiefs are back. Riley said your Chiefs are back. Bro, the Chiefs might be the scariest team in football now. They've got a defense. Holy shit. We talked about this last week, and we've talked about it for a couple of weeks now. But, dude, look at these points allowed by the Chiefs. Nine points allowed. Nine points allowed. Nine points allowed. 14. Seven. And then 17 to the Giants. But now that they've rattled off six wins in a row, they started off shaky, right? Well, they start off three and four. And everybody's like, what's wrong with the Chiefs? They're not getting any defense. Giving up 27, uh, 38. 142 to 30 loss gave up 30 36 like the, this was this was a very bad defense to start the season like awful but all of a sudden something has snapped with these chiefs and they have figured it out and that was a really really big divisional win they've now beat the raiders twice so the raiders are done in the division but look at them man they are rolling they haven't given up double digits in since the, they played the raiders who got two touchdowns this is crazy, the run that they're on. And I really, I can't, I mean, this is insane. It, the, the, the turnaround that this team has had defensively is insane. And the offense is clicking again. The Chiefs are back, and they're back to being scary, and they're probably the most dominant team in the conference right now. And if we go back and look at the playoffs, look, Everybody knows New England's hot, right? Cool. Good for New England. But let me ask you this. The two defenses right now, which sounds crazy. Don't shame me for what I'm about to say. But everyone knows how good the New England Patriots defense is. But you cannot knock these results. The Chiefs might be playing just as good as the Patriots defensively and the Bills defensively. And the Bills got to get their shit together. But offensively, if, and it's weird to say, if the Patriots and the Chiefs have similar off defenses, performance-wise, results-wise, which offense you taking? Rookie Matt Jones or the Chiefs? I'm telling you, what is the response message? I don't understand what that is. That's so weird. This damn stream elements. Um, the Chiefs are back, man. Offensively, they're scary. Scary, scary. Defensively now, they've got their shit together. And Donna said, yeah, Barry, Trevor Lawrence isn't the star we thought he was. No, no, he's not. He's not at all. And I get it now. Look, a decade ago, everybody would have been patient with Trevor Lawrence and been like, oh, you know, he's just learning the NFL. We got to let him be a kid and a rookie. And this isn't that anymore. This isn't that league. If you're drafted number one overall, if you're the first quarterback taken in the first round that early, don't give a shit if you're the third pick, if you're the fifth pick, if you're the first quarterback off the board in the top 10, you got to get your shit together and get it together quick. Period. That's it. You don't have a choice. And that's just not happening. Now, Donna and chat, how much of this do you blame on Urban Meyer? 
Is this an Urban Meyer issue? Is this a coaching issue? Danny Dan beat me to the punch. I just saw it in the chat. There you go. Yeah. It's a real question to ask. Because I think what Urban Meyer is dealing with is, I mean, we're pros. You just be a pro. Go be a pro. Okay. Well, calm down. Because some of these kids have to learn how to be pros. You have to teach these kids how to read professional defenses. And if Urban Meyer doesn't have that skill set to be able to do that, he's stunning his growth potentially. So I think we'll find out sooner or later who the real problem is. Because I don't think Urban Meyer is long for the Jags. I really don't. And somebody looked like somebody asked the question who gets fired first, David Cully or Urban Meyer? Urban Meyer. Because you knew what you were getting with David Cully. You were getting a guy who had never been a head coach. He's super likable. <laughs> kind of aloof. Doesn't really pay attention to the game, apparently, because he's like, yeah, I made a dumb call and a mistake. That's my bad. But we're going we're gonna to have a good attitude. We're going to go out there. We're going to lead the league in positive attitude. The Texans lead the league in culture and positive attitude. And that's also why they're one of the shittiest teams in the NFL. On the flip side, out in Jacksonville, you bring in a guy like Urban Meyer with a pedigree. Everywhere he goes, he wins. Except he's Nick Saban and the shit out of his opportunity in the NFL. That's exactly what's happening. Nick Saban was a magnificent college coach. Will go down as probably the greatest college coach of all time. If he keeps going. But he shit the bed in Miami as a Dolphins coach. Nobody liked it. Because he couldn't boss. You can't boss millionaires around. You can tell. You can yell at kids. Well, Urban can't do that to a, a room full of grown ass men. And he's learning that. Some attitudes by coaches just don't work. You can be Andy Reid or you can be Urban Meyer. The only guy that's getting away with it, and it's because he has the skins on the wall, is Belichick. But if you listen to people talk about Belichick, they like playing for the guy. They just know he's no bullshit. But Urban brings this different air of arrogance to him or something. I don't know. Riley said fired. He's just going to quit. Do them both a favor. Urban ain't going to quit, by the way. That's not happening. Contractually, if they fire him, he gets every single penny of that money. He ain't walking away from that money. Now, if he's got a deal on the table with USC or not USC, but wherever, he might. If it's more. But what he really wants is get me fired. Pay me my money. I'll go coach Go coach college. Now I'm double dipping that money, and I still have a job, and I'm still relevant. So. What's up, Riley? I mean, Riley. What's up, Richard? Good to see you, buddy. Urban will have health issues again. No, I'm telling you, man. He ain't walking away from that money. There's no way. No way that dude is walking away from that money. Um, Eggerson has said it's all on the head coach, and they don't have players around Lawrence. Well, that too. He said that over on the uh, Podbean. Yeah, that too. Titan Hugo's all excited about the, the, the Titans ending a two-game losing streak. You got it. I mean, dude, you better hope Derrick Henry gets back. You just better hope you hang on against the Colts. All right, back to, back to the... Uh, so here's the AFC standings. 
Wait a second. Why am I not on that one? What in the wide, wide world? Is, there we go. So, uh, Patriots, Titans, Chiefs, one, two, three, with the Ravens, four. But we saw how tight everything is. Your wild cards are the Chargers, the Colts, and the Bills. The Browns are seven and six on the outside looking in, and they very easily now with that win over the Ravens. It's one game difference between the two here. The Bengals are also in it at seven and six. The Broncos are in it at seven and six. Nobody is out of this yet. All it takes is a couple losses in a row like the Titans had, and shit's going to get real. Now, the Titans probably don't lose the division, but the Colts have, have done their damnedest to try to claw themselves back into it, and at least they're a playoff team again. I think the Titans are going to be fine, though. We are coming down the stretch. We got three, four weeks left. We got week 15, 16, 17, 18, so we got four weeks left. But this is your playoff picture in the AFC right now. <laughs> Look at all these shitty teams. Look how uh, the AFC is top heavy. It's also very bottom heavy. The Jags, the Texans, the Jets all eliminated already. There's only one like awful shitty team over in the NFC, and that's the Lions. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Bears and the Giants and the Seahawks are no great shakes, but they got four wins. I mean, the Dolphins turning their shit around has really helped too, but they were in the doldrums of the AFC as well. Raiders have fallen apart. Of course, they've had so much controversy after Gruden and then, uh, so, uh, what was his name? Riggs. It's just been one thing after another in, in Las Vegas, unfortunately for those guys. Pittsburgh has fallen apart. They're just, you know, Big Ben's just shit the bed. Broncos are I, very competitive AFC. NFC. Yeah. I mean, you've got you've got a five hundred a, a sub five hundred team that's going to make the playoffs right now, so that speaks volumes. But I mean, Washington, Minnesota, Philly, uh, Atlanta, and New Orleans all six and seven in the hunt. Niners at seven and six, and then the top is Green Bay, Tampa, and Arizona all at ten and three. Dallas at nine and four. Rams at nine and four, and then there you go. There's your six and seven. So. There's your playoff picture. Uh, back to the schedule. What other games? Last night's game was pretty crazy. Rams absolutely put a whooping on the Cardinals. This is the Rams team we saw at the beginning of the season. It looks like they're back. And that was uh, with the adversity of losing a bunch of players that didn't play for them. And I forget the whole list. Uh, I'd have to go pull it up, but. They even had at one point Odell Beckham Jr. was lined. They coming out of halftime, wasn't it? Odell Beckham Jr. lined up all wrong and shit. And uh, they had to call timeout like 15 seconds into the first uh, first drive of the second half. But then they went down and scored. Defense played well. Aaron Donald went crazy. I'm going to tell you right now, man, with, with Arizona, here's the thing. Kyler Murray obviously has a ton of weapons and Kirk and Hopkins and AJ Connor, all these guys, right? Zach Ertz is over there. Ton of, ton of weapons. But if they don't get better, if, if he's going to constantly be leading this team in rushing yards, this is not the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. To me, it's a lot different. This is one of those things where you need James Connor to be the man. You need to have a good, solid running game. I'm not saying this happens week in and week out. And and Kyler Murray did. Uh, he was pissed. He did everything he could to will this team to win. But I think that Arizona 
as good as they are, they're going to need a much more balanced offensive attack than Kyler Murray being everything. And they'll get there. They're, I'm not worried about them. Um, CC said Odell is on the COVID list now too. Damn. It's getting bad, man. They had to close the training facility. Woof. Justin said, is Aaron Donald the most feared defensive player since Lawrence Taylor? I would. I mean, it feels like it. Now, it might be recency bias, but it, it does feel like it. <laughs> Rob, Rob said the Cardinals really miss David Johnson. You can have him back. You can have we'll send him back. You know what? Let's just redo the trade. No, I wouldn't wish that on DeAndre Hopkins. I wouldn't wish that. I wouldn't do that to that man. Make DeAndre Hopkins come back here? Oh, God, no. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Uh, Mark said, still got the two seed and a first round buy. You don't get a first round buy as a two seed, Mark. Oh, you're talking about um, fantasy. I thought, I was like, what? You're not getting a, cards aren't getting a, okay. Let's see what else we got on the schedule worth talking about. What is it? 12, 3.30-ish, 3.26. Uh, New Orleans, New York, no one cares. KC we talked about. Dallas, Washington, that's a good win for Dallas. Um, Atlanta, Carolina, no one cares. Denver, Detroit, same. Chargers, same. That's kind of surprising. Um, San Francisco getting a win in overtime over Cincinnati. I love Cincinnati's, but uh, Cincinnati's. I love Cincinnati. I'm, I'm not sure from week to week that they're they're as consistent as they need to be. And this may not be their year this year. But this reminds me of the Cardinals of a year or two ago where you're like, okay, you're starting to put some pieces in place. So fear, fear the Bengals in the next couple of years. And then uh, Tampa, big win over Buffalo. Brady getting made fun of, getting roasted for being slow out there running. Oh, my God. It's hilarious how slow that dude is. He made a, like a <laughs> – he told EA Sports they needed to update his speed rating because he's showing his highlights where he's juking fools. Really funny, man. Tom Brady. I just got to say this about Brady. Now that he is no longer in New England, he is a fun dude to root for. He's easy to root for. And I really think Belichick had it to where he wasn't allowed to be outgoing and on social media and all those things. And Bruce Arians has brought that out of him. It's like, no, go be you, dude. We can can win. You can still be fun and win. Super easy. I don't know that Belichick believes that, but you absolutely can. So, yeah. Joe uh, Joe Pro said Tampa Brady is way more fun than New England Brady. Absolutely. Doing the man. He would have never done the Manning cast. Sorry, my cats are freaking out. He would have never done the Manning cast in New England. He wouldn't be making TikTok videos. Are you shitting me? He absolutely is a lot more fun and I'm here for it. I dig it. Uh... Scott said, yes, I'm 100% a Brady fan now. Me too. Me too. I always felt like he was the GOAT after he pre- That last Super Bowl, I was like, done. Done skis. Say no more. And Tampa, when he won, I was like, that's it. Greatest football player of all time is Tom Brady. Done. You can tell me I'm, I'm wrong. I don't give a shit. This is an opinion. 
Tom Brady is the GOAT. Best quarterback, best football player. Dunskis. I didn't like him as much. But now all this other stuff, amazing. Amazing. So fun. And it's really cool to see that from a star and a celebrity like Brady. So, Mark said, I mean... I miss his temper tantrums, but better to see him have fun. But he's still a competitor, Mark. The temper tantrums were on the field. The temper tantrums were on the sidelines. And let this team, let this current Bucks team mess around and do some dumb stuff. Oh, he'll pitch a hissy fit. He gonna cry. Sean said we're all entitled to be wrong. All right, well, Sean, who is your GOAT? Greatest football player of all time. Who is it? If you say Newt Rockney, I'm going to have somebody in the chat ban you for life. Just warning you now. Don't do it. Don't you do it. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Jared Taylor said over on Podbean. So I've had some sound issues when streaming live, but the replay is fine. Just an FYI, Barry. On Podbean or on uh, YouTube? Is anybody else on Podbean having sound issues? I moved. I don't know what that means. Oh, Kevin's over on Podbean now. Oh, nice. What's up, Kev? Uh, yeah. So we got we got seven over on Podbean. Okay, what's up? I like that. That's I like that you guys are using it. I think it's a good option over there. Frank said, "Best cheater." Hey, shut. Shut up. Um, Sean said Rice or Walter Payton. Tom Brady just threw his 700th touchdown pass, and he's probably going to keep going. Walter Payton isn't the NFL leading rusher. Um, and I, I, I get. Let, let's let's pull up. Uh, hold on. ESPN. Pro football reference. Let's pull up the all-time records. And I, I understand that it's not just about the numbers and whatnot, but it is. Player stats, rushing. Is that 2020? I want all-time. Uh, oh, leaders. There we go. Rushing yards, career. Walter Payton is second behind Emmett Smith. By 2,000 yards almost. Uh, if we did rushing touchdowns. Peyton is fifth behind Emmitt Smith, LaDainian Tomlinson, Marcus Allen, and Adrian Peterson. If we do passing yards. Tom Brady is 3,000 ahead of Drew Brees and climbing. Third closest is Peyton Manning at 71. So he's already 12,000 ahead of Manning in third place. Passing touchdowns. Tom Brady has 617. What? I thought he was 700. Does that not include this year? Drew Brees isn't even close. Yeah, that's that's not right. What's What the... What the frickin' frick? I, that can't be right. Didn't he just, didn't they just say he threw his 700th? Am I going crazy? 
Is that not counting this year? I don't understand. This is super weird. Okay. I don't know what side I'm on. This is weird. Um, and then I let's see, receiving yards. I don't even know if I'm gonna use this site anymore. Receiving yards. Jerry Rice was twenty-two thousand. Larry Fitzgerald was seventeen five. Receiving touchdowns. Again, I don't know if this is accurate or not. One ninety-seven to one fifty-six. So I like the I like the I like the Jerry Rice argument. I think obviously he goes down as the greatest receiver of all time. But positionally. The most important position on the field is quarterback. And if you're the greatest at it and it's not even close and it's not, I think you got to go down as the greatest football player of all time. But I think Jerry Rice is a good argument. Walter Payton, not so much. Kind of kind of leaking there a little bit. Yeah, and Walter said football has too many positions to have just one best player. That's fine. I mean, it's Tom Brady, but that's fine. If that's what you think. I mean, there's a reason quarterbacks are always MVPs. They make the most money. Yeah. 700 including playoffs. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. They protected and changed the rules for Brady. It tells you how good he is. Yeah, tells you how good he is. Tells you how good he is. Yeah, good point, Sean. Sean said for Rice to do what what he did in that era is crazy. You're right. And for Brady to do what he did with without weapons other than when he had Randy Moss for a, for a hot second. I mean, a lot of those years were were there was I mean, okay. He had Aaron Hernandez, he had Gronk. Uh, what was the other the tight end out there? But I mean, it wasn't like he had a plethora of receivers every single year. And that's my other point, Tony. Brady's going to play another couple years, and he might win another Super Bowl this year. He may go back at the very least. I mean, dude, there are a lot of people, I think, that don't want to admit how great, like, and not just good or goat, but, I mean, what, what Brady has done and continues to do is absolutely ridiculous. We've not seen anything like it. And we may never see anything like it. So, didn't hurt that Rice played with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Good point there, Joe Pro. <laughs> Danny Dan said Wes Welker was solid. Man, if you don't shut your horn mouth. Um. All right. Man, my stomach is growling. Speaking of stomach growling, guys, if I'm hungry, I wish, I wish. I wish I could get time off and go over to Dan Seafood and Wings right now. Give me some of that bold spicy shrimp for dinner tonight. Uh, 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 uh. I'm telling you, if you want the best seafood, the best, not some of the best. You want the best seafood in the city of Houston? Man, get yourself over to Dan Seafood and Wings. The wings are outstanding too, by the way. Amos loves the wings. A lot of folks vouch for those wings. J-Ro, my barber, said he got his new wing place. He said his old wing place closed down. Went out to Dan's, asked me what to try. His son really wanted to try the wings, so he tried them. And Dan's Seafood and Wings is now j Rose's new wing place. That's what he said. Those are his words, not mine. That's not an endorsement. Those are just his words while I'm sitting in the barber chair. I'm telling you, folks, this food is legit. Go on their Instagram, at Eda Dan's, and check it out. Just go on their Instagram and take a look. 
It's so good. It's like food porn. You can check them out online. Eataddance.com is the website. But whatever it is, if it's seafood, you'll love it. If it's wings, you'll love it. Heck, even if it's Asian cuisine like lo mein or fried rice, you'll love it. They make that too. It's so good. Do yourself a solid and try it. Hey, get in the raffle. Try to win some of these gift cards and you can try it basically for the cost of a raffle ticket. Uh, but I'm telling you right now, there's two locations for you. One on the southwest side on South Gessner, one on the northeast side. That's my go-to. That's on Uvalde Road. Both have the same menu, and the food is uh, amazing. So give it a shot. It's Dan's Seafood and Wings, folks. Make sure you put some Dan's in your mouth. Um, no, we're not doing we're not doing that, Tony. That's not that's not that's not brand friendly. Put Dan's in your mouth is brand friendly. Eat it, Dan's E A D. Not, 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 no, no. CC loves dance. We love CC. Is there a character limit on stream elements? Why the two links? I, I think I screwed something up. It's, it's all messed up. Yeah, it's all messed up. What's up, Emma? I don't know what that means, but okay. Tony loves the salads. Yeah, Tony and my mom. Love the salads. Um, all right. Let's see. What else do I have on the list? Oh, yeah. I did the logo update, streamathon update, straight hand to space. Got the headlines in. <sighs> do we got time for UFC 269? Yeah. Actually, let's talk a little rockets just because of last night. We can do two, UFC 269 tomorrow. Oh, and we got fantasy to get to. Uh, UFC 269. I got to be honest with you. The cards were great. Um, or the card was great, I should say. The fights were, were really good. I didn't get to watch the whole thing. I popped in late. Didn't really get my money's worth, but that's okay. Uh, because I'm so glad I got to witness that Amanda Nunes and uh, uh, Juliana Pena fight. That alone was worth the price of it. Was worth the price of admission. I have the whole card here for you. Let me. Pull that up. I didn't make visuals today, as you could probably tell, because I just didn't have time working on shit. Uh, but I did grab some links so we can at least uh, take a look at the card itself. So let's work backwards for the fights I did watch. By the way, I don't want to brag, but I think I went 10 and 2 on my picks. You know? Okay. Um, the Sean O'Malley punch. Good Lord. That dude is a... He's ridiculous. Uh, but Sean O'Malley wins another one. Kai France. Uh, beats Cody Garbrandt. I didn't watch the that fight. I saw the replay of the Sean O'Malley fight, but I didn't get to watch that fight. But um, apparently, it was pretty nasty. Now the Jeff Neal fight, I did watch that, and I was excited. Jeff Neal, local guy, lives up in Dallas, fought down here in Houston quite a bit. Um, I don't know how they got split decision, but I thought I thought it was 29-28 Jeff Neal. The judges were all over the map in this fight, but I, I thought it was a pretty good fight. I thought Jeff Neal did his job. Uh, he's he's calm, especially given all the controversy that he had leading into the fight, DUI, and he swears he's not guilty of that and all the other stuff going on. But uh, good win by Jeff Neal now. We should see him making some waves uh, in the welterweight division. But these two, first of all, Juliana Pena, there was talk that 
she was literally the only one that could make Amanda Nunez actually work in the ring. And you saw it early when she loses the first round. She, she, she's Amanda Nunez kind of dominates, but she's not intimidated. She just got outworked and she got beat in round one. But when she came out in round two and she started landing her jab and not only landing her jab, but she was eating some, some pretty nasty shots by Amanda Nunez and it wasn't bothering her. She was literally just standing in the pocket blow for blow trading with the greatest female fighter of all time. And it wasn't affecting her. And they said it on the broadcast. You could clearly, clearly see Amanda Nunez start to, to get a little concerned. Cause not only is she hitting her with shots that's dropped just about every female fighter she's faced up to this point, but she is now having to absorb punishment to land these shots. And as she's doing that, she's getting rocked. And, and her whole way of being in the ring, her confidence dropped. You could see the concern on her face like, oh shit, she's not going away. And the more that Juliana Pena started throwing that jab and working behind that jab and coming in behind that jab and landing the right hand off the jab, it got, it got ugly. And she had her hurt. Very, very impressive win. Uh, got submit submitted her in round two, uh, 326 in the round. A very impressive win by Juliana Pena. Didn't like the afterwards when she talked about I'm the I, I'm a I'm a mom. I'm like the mom's champ or something like that. Because Amanda Nunez didn't have her kid they adopted. And it pissed people off. It's whatever. In the cage, she backed up what she said. And she did what she said. Pretty impressive win. It was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in MMA. And I've been watching and covering the sport for over a decade. I started covering the sport in like late 2009. November of 2009 is when the cage door launched. And I've been watching MMA for that long. I think I did go 10 and 2 on my picks. <laughs> I missed this fight, obviously. And then the Dan I fight, uh, I missed that too. But uh, Amanda Nunes was a minus 1,000 favorite and lost. Lost. What? Uh, and then in the last fight, Charles Oliveira goes in as an underdog, as the champion and an underdog. Charles Oliveira's career has looked like the Chiefs' season. Started off rocky, and the further we've gone into it, the better he's gotten. And he went out and absolutely manhandled Dustin Poirier. Speaking of taking punishment, you had to know that Dustin Poirier, the more the more shots he landed, the more the more times he punched Charles Oliveira and all he would do was keep coming forward. Dustin Poirier had to be thinking, oh shit, I can't beat this guy on the ground. I'm not going to submit Charles Oliveira. What do I do? I can't knock him out. I can't submit him. Oh shit. And then Oliveira gets his back, standing rear naked choke. Game over. That's what he does. He's just, and he was so massively bigger than Dustin Poirier. Oliveira's a problem at lightweight because of his size, too. He's got that length, the arms, he's strong. He's limber. You can't outgrapple the dude. He's proven what his chin is. If you, if you, if you watched UFC 269, 
He's going to be a problem. Not saying he can't be beat. Obviously, he can be beat. But that was a good fight. Those last three fights were worth it. And then the Sean O'Malley fight for sure. So, uh, good times indeed. Uh, But that's really all I saw. But Charles Oliveira winning doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me at all. The only real surprise for me was that Juliana Pena fight. And it was one of the greatest, most amazing things I've seen in the last decade of, of MMA. So your thoughts in the chat. Um, yeah, that's funny. Tony just figured out that so smoking gooder is Rob Orocha. Good job, idiot. Big dumbass. Uh, Celio said, I think Conor McGregor would actually have a chance against that Amanda Nunes. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I don't know. She might submit him. Uh, for all you UFC fans, Bruised with Holly Berry is a pretty good movie. See, I've hesitated to watch that because MMA movies are usually pretty awful. They're pretty bad. Um, they were talking about it on the the broadcast, but you don't know how much of that is this them trying to pump up an advertiser versus it actually being pretty good. The fights were good. I don't know about the pretend fights, the movie. I'm not really sure about that. Um, so Eric Resina said, yeah, Pena and Oliveira showed me they're going to be champs for a long time. I, I don't know because I think part of the thing with Pena is she's had her ups and downs. Charles Oliveira seems a lot scarier to me for the, for the lightweight division than, than Juliana Pena does. I think Amanda Nunez goes in with a different attitude and a different mindset in the next fight, I honestly think in the rematch, she's, she'll probably beat Pena again. But here's the crazy thing about the fight game. is, And we've seen this with Conor McGregor. We saw it with Ronda Rousey. When you get someone that is so dominant, like Amanda Nunez has, once they lose, it is very difficult for them to regain that level of dominance that they had before. Some of it may just be physically. Some of it may be that arc where they've peaked and now they're going to kind of maintain. But, but for some reason in the fight game, it's very weird. Usually when someone is as dominant as those three and those three were very dominant, Anderson Silva, like you just, once you get that first loss after being so good for so long, it's very difficult to bounce back from, but I think she will. I think she will. I think, in fact, I would probably take her in the rematch. Because I think you go in with a different mindset and a different game plan because she probably was a little overconfident facing Juliana Pena. Uh, Nunez quit after she saw Pena wasn't scared and punched her in the face. Yeah, that's true, Eric. That's true. And sometimes that's all it takes in MMA. You get hit and you go, that didn't hurt me. And then your opponent goes, oh, shit. Well, if that didn't hurt, what the hell am I going to do now? Uh, the Jay Rizzle on Podbean said Charles is going to be and has been a problem. He can't beat you on the feet or, oh, he can beat you on the feet or on the ground. He's a boss. Yeah, like I said, the the strength, the length, the, the jiu-jitsu ground game. I loved, by the way, seeing Makako in his corner. Uh, Makako has a gym here in Houston called um, Makako Fight Team. Gold Team? I don't know. I think it's Makako Gold Team. It's a shooter box gym. And uh, Makako is a crazy person in a great way, in a great way. I think AJ used to train out at Makako's gym. Um, but good to see that that's still a relationship there. Because I remember seeing Charles Oliveira come up through Houston before he, it wasn't for very long because he was off to the UFC really quickly. 
Uh, Matt said, I'll never get Silva's broken leg out of my head. Yeah, it's, oh. McGregor, Silva. Um, Paul said, I think it'll be a wake-up call, a lot like GSP career, one loss, and it sets a fire under her. It very well could be. But when you've seen someone that dominant, it usually has not been the case in history. Um. Oh, I almost closed Podbean by mistake. My bad. My bad. Can we talk real quick about this U of H loss before we get out of here? We'll do Rockets. I wanted to do Rockets today because they beat Atlanta, and it was a pretty damn good game. I guess we don't have to belabor the point. We've got more shit to talk about tomorrow, but um, yeah, we'll do Rockets because that was second on the list, right? Or no, that was third. It was NFL, UFC, Rockets. Rockets with a really big win last night against Atlanta. Against the Hawks. On the road, down by 19. And I'm telling you, hey, Fidel, thanks, buddy, for hanging out. I'm telling you, man, this team has so much fight in them. Some of these veterans that aren't really guys that you look at, DJ Augustine, Eric Gordon, they're role players on any other good team. But on this team, they're looked upon for their leadership. They're looked upon for their guidance. They're looked upon for their floor generalship. And last night, down by 19, the Rockets slowly climbed back in it. Three-point shooting, hustle, Nawaba working his ass off on the rebounding and defensive end of the ball. Shingun just playing like he has all season. He's not going to go out and score 30, but man, you just, when he is in the game, he's such a noticeable difference maker. They're fun. Like this team was fun to watch. The last two or three Rockets games that I've watched, win or lose, it's been fun. And I was like, oh shit, they're going to lose again. Here we go. 15-game losing streak, 7-game winning streak. Now this is going to be a 3-game losing streak. Maybe it goes further. But on the road, they came up, came, come back against the Hawks and Trey Young and Clint Capella with the squad that they have, which name somebody great on this team. There's not. There's no stars. There's just a bunch of Gar- Garrison Matthews didn't have it last night. They just, Nawaba was the big guy this time, right? Matthews, it had been, it had been him. It had been... Uh, uh, Christopher. I mean, it's just it's somebody new stepping up all the time on a team where nobody should be stepping up. They're just learning how to play and win. They did something that I didn't see at the beginning of the season, and that's get after it on the defensive end. That that was not a signature of this Rockets team during that 15 game losing streak. There was no effort. There was just it was just bleh. Offensively, they look like they have some rhythm. Defensively, they look like they're... Defense is all effort. It's all effort. And, you know, Trey Young is not a guy that you can defend. But the fact that they limited everybody else, it's a good win. Good win. And, Tony, this is going to continue to be the question as long as he's out and they win. Because right now, without Jalen Green, the Rockets are 8-2. and let that sink in for a second. He's missed 10 games. They're 8-2 and two while he's been gone. They were 1-15 while he was playing. It's not good. I mean, you can say it's coincidence all you want. I ain't good. Are they better without him? I think 
right now they are because they found an identity. My opinion on it, and Kelly Eco told me I'm wrong, and I'm sure other Rockets know-it-alls would tell you they're wrong, but in my opinion, watching that team, it was a lot of let's we Jalen Green's the man. This is his team. He's just got to figure out that it's his team. And Kelly said, no, but he was deferring and maybe too much. And he wasn't being selfish enough. And he was trying to get everyone involved and this and that. And again, that's still this team sitting around letting Jalen Green dictate what would happen, whether it was him, you know, and he wasn't even the point guard. Kevin Porter Jr. was the point guard. And he was out of position, in my opinion. And it may be just at this point that you just have to say, you know what? Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green can't be on a team like this. There's just not enough ball to go around in that regard where who's going to dictate the offense? It was kind of like Harden when he moved to point guard. It was just like, okay, you're a, you're not a point guard. You're just a guard. You're the catalyst for the offense. And maybe that's what Jalen Green needs to be. And I'm sure Silas wants him to be off ball and all that stuff, but it just seemed to me like this team didn't have an identity. They were waiting for Jalen Green to figure it out. But he's gone. Kevin Porter is gone. And now they're just out there playing for each other because no one is looked upon as, hey, you're the star. You got to shine. And we all got to do everything to make you shine. Now it's just like, let's just go be dogs. Let's just go play defense, hustle, block shots, shoot threes, and run up and down the court and scrap for wins. And that's resulted in an 8-2 and two record after going 1-15. and 15. It's pretty damn impressive. What is the current standings? I haven't even looked at that. Let's let's take a gander before we bounce. Let's take a gander, chat. Hey, chat. Let's just take a little a little gandy gand over here. Let's see. Move this. NBA standings. Right now. The Rockets are 9-18, 3.33 winning percentage, but they are ahead of Oklahoma City and New Orleans. Pretty wild. They're one game, one win in the win column back of San Antonio, two back of the Kings. I mean, they're right there around those teams. That's pretty wild when you consider how bad this team was. Now, do I want them to go out and win a ton of games? Well, if you think Jalen Green's the man, then you, you why do you need a good draft pick, right? you believe in this young team what do you what's what's the deal you got your squad let them grow and learn and i think if you're the rocket you're like man we need as many one two three lottery picks as we can get right now and here's the crazy thing about the win because i think a lot of times you go oh well let's see who they beat look the bulls and the hornets wins are big the thunder wins and eh, magic and eh, pelicans and eh. but they have beaten the bulls the hornets and the nets and I understand the Nets didn't have Kevin Durant, but they still had James Harden, no Kyrie. I get it. I get it. I get it. Not the greatest. It, it wasn't a full-strength Nets team. I understand that. It's still a big win. The Nets team at their, it, with just Harden is still better than this Rockets team. But then they went toe-to-toe with the Bucks. The Grizzlies game I didn't watch. But then the Hawks. These are some. Those are some really good wins. I mean, right now. Atlanta's not playing great, 13 and 14. Brooklyn's the best team in the East. The Bulls are the second best team in the East. And Charlotte is a playoff team. Like I said, Orlando's not a, no great shakes. You know, 
Those Thunder wins and Pelican wins don't mean shit. It just separated them from the bottom. But those are some decent wins in there, man. It's fun times. Fun times. It's don't expect greatness. Don't expect a playoff run. But if you can watch this team scrap out some wins against some teams like that, like they did last night in Atlanta, it's good times. That's good times for sure. B. Jones said, what's up, guys? Am I first? Yes. Congratulations. All right, Walt, that's a great point, by the way, on the way out. Walt has a great point. Green should come off the bench as he blends back into the rotation before starting. 100% agree with that. 100%. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me, you guys. Thanks for being here. Sorry I missed yesterday. I had to get the streamathon shit in order. We're good. Still got a lot of work to do before Friday, but I'm excited. Everything looks like it's falling into place. If you've helped or you're helping, thank you. If you've donated, thank you. If you bid, thank you. If you bought tickets, thank you. We're helping some fun. I'm excited about that. Hey, I'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk. Tomorrow we'll get to what we didn't get to today, which is that U of H loss for sure. We'll come up with a bunch of shit to talk about. Fantasy updates will be tomorrow. We didn't get to that today. I'll do the fantasy football updates for tomorrow. I'll get this life taken care of. Hey, until I see you tomorrow, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most important, love each other. See y'all tomorrow.